Hey, this is Vernon Jacobs, Senior Pastor of the Embassy Church. I want to thank you for engaging with us through this podcast. May it build your faith and strengthen your walk and cause you to reach the rooftop in Christian living. Don't forget to aim high and never give up. Let's go now straight into this word. I'm getting ready to talk to you today about the blood of Jesus. Uh, normally we say when you enter into this place on a communion service, you are entering into the healing room of communion. You are entering into the healing room of communion. That's where you came in. Generally our focus is on physical healing. But this morning I am going to address a spiritual part. And I call it today, my topic today is it's spiritual. It's spiritual. Will you say that it's spiritual? Say that again, it's spiritual. Now before I ask you to take your seats, I just want to tell you this and I'll read it slowly, but it'll have meaning to you. There are some cages that break only when the heart heals. There are some cages that break only when the heart heals. The devil is cunning. In John 10, 10, the Bible speaks about his assignment and says, For the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Or to kill, steal, and destroy. The thief comes to kill. His, his first trophy is to kill. But he also comes, if he doesn't kill it, he'll steal it and destroy. There are some cages that break only when the heart heals. Sometimes you come out of a situation and although you've come out of the situation, the situation has not come out of you. And so whilst you are free to walk, you at liberty to a degree, you are still held captive in your heart. Some cages, there are some cages that break only when the heart heals. May this communion service heal your conflict. That's why communion says, let a man examine himself. And sometimes we carry the same pain after drinking the same blood. There has to be change. Faith comes by hearing, but change comes by applying. Let me say that again. Faith comes by hearing. Change comes by applying. Applying what? Apply the word. You cannot have a new experience in communion and go back to your old lifestyle. Faith comes by hearing. Change comes by applying. And too many Christians go from month to month with drinking communion but you're still holding on to the same old, same old. There are some cages that break only when the heart heals. COVID has taught us, hasn't it, that you can be here today and gone tomorrow. Therefore, some things that we hold, we think we, we, we're holding it, then we die should have released some things. And so I pray that this communion service is going to set the captive free. This word is designed to set the captive free. May the blood you receive deliver you from confinement. 
may deliver you from captivity and may deliver you from circumstances. If you trust in God this morning to speak to you, that's a good place to just shout amen. All right, on your way down to your seats, give God praise by clapping your hands. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. It's spiritual. Before I go any further, I had a request from Seth. He's 10 years of age, and they said that we must greet you, Seth. Will you stand, son, for your birthday? There you go. That's Seth. They said, please, pastor, will you, will you announce to the church that it's his birthday? And so, happy birthday, son. God bless you. Also, we have our head deacon, our host, Aaron. He turns 22 today. Where is he? Oh, you're upstairs. All right, that's him. Happy birthday to you, son. God bless you too. Amen. It's spiritual. It's spiritual. I'm going to read from the text of Mark chapter 5 verses 1 to 11. I pray that you're going to catch the context and I will come down and explain it in a few moments. Let's read the story. It says, Jesus together with his disciples, they went across the lake to the region of Gerasenes, but towards the city of Gadara towards the cities of Gadara. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an unclean spirit, the King James Version calls it unclean. I'd like to use that word unclean, but here the NIV says impure. The man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. That means from the graveside. This man lived in the tombs and no one could bind him. I like the word anymore. That means they were binding him, but no one could bind him anymore. Not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day amongst the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. Somebody say shame. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. Worship is a posture. Say that with me. Worship is a posture. I've been teaching that for this past month now worship is a posture you cannot stand in the presence of God with your hands down everything concerning God and heavenward is upward and so you got to David said I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help my help comes from the Lord and so whenever this church comes to worship I am encouraging that we will lift up our hands if you can do no other thing and you don't have words, you can lift up your hands. Say with me, worship is a posture. And so when he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, what do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? In God's name, he says, don't torture me or don't torment me for Jesus had said to him come out of this man you unclean spirit then Jesus asked him what is your name that strong man answered on behalf of all of the other demons and said my name is legion he replied for we are many I want you to see that my name is legion for we my name is legion for we are many and he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of 
pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside, the demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs, send us amongst the pigs, send us amongst the pigs, allow us to go into them, allow us to go into them. One version says, do not send us to a place of torment. When he says, do not send us into a place of torment, that means do not send us to a place where there is no body. No body. Demons feel privileged and become authentic when they find a body. Uh, I want you to announce in the spirit, my body is not negotiable. I want you to shout it out, my body is not negotiable. Yeah, you won't say it now, but put you in an ICU where you have no voice and see how you'll want to scream. But announce to the devil today that my body is not negotiable. My God, now that you have breath, I want you to say, my body is not negotiable. Before you receive communion, I want you to say, my body is not negotiable. Hmm. So, torment, let me say this again. Torment is a place. It's not a situation, not a condition, but do not send me to a place of torment. Torment is a place. There are some places that you can be in and you can come under such attack. It's not physical, it's spiritual. You can walk into some places and suddenly feel stressed and, and have a headache of note. No panado will help you. No GP's choice is going to help you. You are just under spiritual attack. Torment is a place. I want you to understand that, all right? And so the herd, he gave them permission and the unclean spirits came out and went into the pigs. Watch what happened to the pigs. The herd, about 2,000 in number, rushed down. Somebody say down. Rushed down. Somebody say down. Somebody say down. When you go in down, anything that is spiraling down, there's a John 10, 10 mandate in it. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. The thief comes to kill, steal, destroy. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Whenever there's a downward trajectory in your life, you must recognize that it is not physical, but it is spiritual. It is spiritual. And so, the, these pigs ran down a lake and they were drowned. They were drowned. They were drowned. Suicide is a demonic mission. Death is a demonic goal. Death is a demonic assignment. And you, you will see here, I was going to say it later, but I'll say it now. The reason why the pigs died and the man didn't die, although he was going crazy. Graphically, you are going to see a crazy man. Graphically, when you open this, you see a man going crazy, 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 crazy. Crazy, but the reason why the pigs drowned is that the pigs didn't have a soul, and anything that doesn't have a soul will not resist death. But anything that has a soul will resist death, has the potential, no matter how many demons are sitting, no matter what 
demonic assignment is after you as long as you've got a soul. I want you to understand that there is a spirit that connects to your body. The intermediary is your soul, your heart. So the communication system between your body and your spirit is your is your soul. Whenever your, your spirit wants to talk to your body, it resists inside. It speaks through your heart. It speaks through your emotions. Your spirit man communicates to your physical man through your soul. As long as you've got a soul, death cannot take you out so easily. When the spirit of suicide is ministering to you, as long as you've got a soul, you can resist it. That's why the Bible says, submit yourself unto God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. The pigs didn't have a soul, so they were not able to resist. But there is a measure of resistance on the inside of you because you're a soulish man that has a spirit man that can overcome your physical man. So that you're in, in, in times of attack, when the demons are attacking you, whether they a thousand or two thousand, if you have a strong spiritual resistance, you can overcome the enemy by resisting the enemy. Oh, I've been ahead of myself. But the precursor to this text, as we learn now, I'm going to talk to you today more about demons than God. But although my flight plan is from the north side, my landing point is still going to be on the right side. I'm going to land the plane uh, and we'll get you to your destination. You can take off from the north or south from Durban Airport. But if you are heading towards Johannesburg International, no matter which flight pattern you follow, the destination is still the same. Now, let me talk to you about demons. Demons are assigned to a region. Whilst God is omnipresent, God, the spirit of God can be in all places. The spirit of demons cannot be. So demons are not omnipresent, but you will have them in a certain zone. We call them territorial spirits. Will you say that? Territorial. They are territorial. And therefore, some demons enter into a city to fulfill a certain mandate. Therefore, you can, you can walk, you can go to some countries. It is filled with filth. The spirit of Beelzebub, you, you will smell. The moment you land in a certain country, you can smell urine. You will smell feces. You will encounter flies. You will encounter dirt. Because the, the, the prevailing spirit, spirits are assigned to regions. My one friend always says, every municipality has a principality. Every municipality has a principality. And so demons are assigned over a region. Territorial spirits in this instance were operating in a place called Decapolis. I learned in school that you can have small places. Uh, the smallest place of living is a hamlet. And then you have... When the hamlet grows, it becomes a village. After a village, you get a town. And as it grows, it turns into a city. As the city expands, if 
Durban expands and meets Maritzburg, it will be called a metropolis. The joining of two metropolitan areas, metropolis. If that expands and becomes more cities, it becomes a megalopolis. More cities joining. If 10 cities join together, it will be called decapolis. That's the same place that you saw in the, in the text. Decapolis, 10 cities. The economy of 10 cities were drying up. Because at the gateway of the city was a demon-possessed man. I want you to know that there could be demons at your gateway frustrating your finances. As in Decapolis, Decapolis was not thriving ten cities together. The only economy they had was to keep pigs. That's why when the pigs were sent into the water through this demons being cast out, the men came from all over the city and they were after Jesus. And they said to Jesus, you better leave or we will kill you. Because he killed the pigs. And this was a pig's parlor. The economy was driven by pigs. The only thing that was that was 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 keeping the economy going was the friends of demons. Pigs. Pigs parlor. And a pig is an unclean animal. And uh, unclean versus unclean, uh, they were happy to have pigs, but they were not happy to have Jesus. And Jesus will never go, listen to me, Jesus will never go to a place where he's not welcome. He's a gentleman. He said, behold, I stand at your door and knock. If you hear me on a Wednesday, you'll come to me. If you hear me on that Sunday, you will be old. I stand at your door and knock. He never forces himself onto you. Somebody shout, Amen. Amen. So we learn today that demons are assigned to territories. You can go into a place and just walk into a place, and you can hear bells ringing. And people pull in on the one arm. Even if you don't, not a gambler. But that thing will pull you and say, just put in five coins. You, you know what I'm talking about? You can go into Mahatma Gandhi Street. And even if you're not feeling sexual, that thing will pull you. There are demons assigned to certain areas. And that spirit. So if it's a lust, greed, uh, all kinds of spirits uh, camp in different territorial. And then there's a ruling spirit. What do you mean ruling spirit? When Jesus communicated to the spirit, he said, uh, what is your name? The strong man rose up and said, I am legion. I am legion for we are many. I am legion for we are many. When you're dealing with demonic forces, there's always a strong man. Therefore, Jesus said, unless you bind the strong man, you cannot enter into a house. And so you must understand when there's demons, there is a strong man. There's a strong hold. I'm coming to something this morning. So this is a pig spoiler. Uh, and you say... How do you break, bring it home? Sometimes some things are happening in your life and you can't understand why it's going on. Go to the gateway of your life. 
Go to the entry point and see what demon is shutting my gates down. That, that, that you have to ask. If, if my father never had a breakthrough with his, with his money. My grandfather never had a breakthrough with his money. What is the demon that's sitting at my territory, at my gateway? And then you're going to have to lift the gates so that the king of glory will come in. That's a, that's a prayer in Isaiah. It's, it's lift up the gates so that the king of glory will come in. Now Jesus, I was going to say that earlier on. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Verse 14 of John chapter 1 says, and the word became flesh. The story we are reading is you've seen Jesus stepping into or onto the shore of this crazy man. But we don't have Jesus physically. But we do have him now spiritually. So the story that is relevant physically then is a, is a story that is relevant to us spiritually now. That is why it is spiritual. Oh, who am I talking to this morning? And so I'm going to show you what Christ did for the man in Decapolis is what Christ can do for you in Bonella. Or wherever you are watching. Or wherever you are watching. All right? Now, this demonic man, let's, let's look at him. He's a normal man. Normal man. Just gone crazy. Just gone crazy. And crazy was his lifestyle. But behind the craziness was a spirit. We realize it now because I answered it and said to you, what was the spirit? It was legion. Uh, you say, where are you going with this, pastor? Many of you look normal. But you may be going through some crazy situations behind the scenes. Now, when you say behind the scenes, because demons are spirits that are not seen. And that is why they can move around undetected. They can move in the people, but because you don't see the spirit in it, you don't recognize the spirit in it, anything that is undetected is unaddressed. Let me say that again. What you never detect, you never address. And so, because the spirit is undetected, Everybody is treating the situation for as you see it. They are seeing a, a normal man gone crazy. So they apply normal physical restraint. They try to bind him with cords. He breaks the cords. They try to bind him with chains. He breaks the chains. They are not seeing it for what it is. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against every principality and power. They are not seeing that. So they send him into the mountains and into the grave sites. And they practice what they call social distancing to treat this issue. 
They start with societal programs. I want to tell you this morning that some things that you are going through cannot be counseled. You say, well, let's go, let's go and let's go for counseling. You may have a marriage problem for about from the time you were married. And let's just use an example. He, he flirts with a girl after girl after girl. And so you go to see Raja Lanka in the first Christ, a Christian counselor. And that Christian counselor doesn't work. Then you start to go to another counselor. And every three years, this thing recurs. You're trying to counsel a crazy situation physically when you are not detecting there's a demon here. If you go and see it, probably his father was cheating on, his, on your mother. If you go and see it, your grandfather was cheating. Then you say, this is a spirit. Because it's undetected. It's unaddressed. Or let me say it this way. Anything that is misdiagnosed is mistreated. If the doctor doesn't pick up the cause of it, he will treat the symptom of it thinking that he's treating the cause of it, but he's treating the symptom. And so uh, many times if you are misdiagnosed, the treatment plan is wrong. It's the same situation with this man. They say he's graphically, they're looking at what they can see graphically. He's gone crazy. He's shouting in the night when everything. You know how, how tormenting it can be? To have somebody shout in the middle of silence. Have you ever tried sleeping and you got an hardy duh? I don't know why it's trouble, lost its mother, father. It's, it's just hardy You want to get a something and, and take it out. The Bible says this man in the night is screaming from the hilltops. That place is tormenting. Torment is not a situation. Torment is a place. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You are staying in a, a place of torment. Don't, don't, just look straight ahead. Don't give it, don't give it away now. <laughs> you can't counsel it out. You can't talk it out. You can't teach it out. You can't preach it out. You have to cast this demon out. You have to cast it out. I said you have to cast it out. And on this day, Jesus said, let us go onto the other side. Is one assignment you will read as he goes onto the other side. The only thing he addresses is the madman of Gadara. And then he says, let's go back. If God knows that you are reaching out for him, and if he has to come all the way from heaven, just down to earth, just for you, he is going to address it. If you're, you're crying out with pain, this morning I want you in this meeting to cry out to God to deliver you from evil. That's what Matthew 6 prayer says. 6 teaches us to pray and deliver us from evil. Now, it's a fight. 
Tell your neighbor it's a fight. This thing is a fight. The demons don't give up just like that. Demons fight. Because the only time they become legal, authentic, is when they find flesh. They, become, they, they want bodies. And that's why in the Garden of Eden, when the demon wanted to, to speak to, to, to Adam, it had to speak to Eve, but it just didn't speak. It entered into the body of a snake. So, demons look for bodies. Somebody say embodiment. That's why uh, in this scripture, you find unclean. The word unclean, unclean. If you are, if your body is unclean, it is an aerial of attraction for residency. Unclean bodies is an open visa or permit for residency. Ooh, I don't know where I got that from, but it's. Demons need hosts. They need a visible body in order to express themselves on the earth. When they see dirt on us, it's their attraction or invitation point. Therefore, I want to say to you today, guard your heart. Guard your heart. Don't work in division. Don't work. This is another sermon. Perhaps I'll pick it up some other time. Discord. Lies. Strife. Perversion. Greed. Pride. Malice. Guard your heart against these things because that's when demons feel comfortable to enter into your body. I'm teaching you this morning. Guard your heart. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, when you understand demonic agendas, from this unclean man, from this unclean man, there could be any amount of things that God, Jesus, could have sent these pigs, um, these, these spirits to, but he sends them into an unclean animal, from unclean man to an unclean animal. Mark chapter 5, verse 12 and 13, you'll see that. Now, I told you that pigs do not have a soul. Therefore, there's no resistance to them in death. We must submit ourselves to God. Now, I'm turning the corner. The only deliverance to this man was when Jesus came. The people tried all kinds of things. They went to all kinds of people. But Jesus said, let us go on to the other side. Say, my solution lies in Jesus. <laughs> Gregory, when Jesus said, let us go on to the other side, he had to cross the lake. And this lake is, 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 a, is, a, is a smooth lake. <laughs> I was on this lake. It's like glass when it's still. Glass. We tried walking uh, on, 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 that, on that lake as well. You got a picture of that? Yeah, no, there you go. It's just, we were mimicking to walk on the Sea of Galilee. The Sea of Galilee. And you can, you can actually, you can walk through. It's calm. Actually, when you look at it, it's like glass. When the demons heard that Jesus was coming, they whipped up this water so that the water became tumultuous. 
And there was a storm in that sea because the demons knew that its time was up. And so they started to wanting to prevent Jesus from coming onto the other side. Sometimes your solution, when you can't find a solution, your solution is spiritual, not physical. Have you ever done some blood tests? And they tried to detect what's wrong with you. And all the results came back and said, like Pilate said to, about Jesus, I find no fault in you. The blood spoke and said, I find nothing. The doctors say, we can't find anything wrong with you. Now, I do submit that there are medical challenges that we will go through. But there are also spiritual things. When demons are behind your, your ill health. When you, you tried everything in business, but nothing you do gives you success. The, the problem is at the root of it. Not in the fruit of it. But because we only are graphic, because we are visible people, we only see it in the visible realm, we are looking for it at that realm and not in the spiritual realm. That is why my message is designed to open up your eye. Not your physical eye, but your spiritual eye. I'm not sure there are about 10 people in this service today that you've been battling with a thing. And you, you never have breakthrough. You have breakthrough in your studies. You have breakthrough in your, in your relationships. But there is one thing, one area in your life that you never have breakthrough. And graphically, maybe we can't see it. But inside, you're going crazy. You have to introduce a solution to not the, the symptoms, but a symptom to the cause of it. And today, Jesus was coming across and the demons were not happy because somehow they are now going to be addressed because they got detected. So they are not undetected. Jesus is coming and they whip up a storm trying to push him, push him back. Sometimes just before your deliverance comes your greatest fight. If some of you are going through a great struggle this morning, you must know that just before the struggle can end, can become the greatest resistance because it's not physical, it is spiritual. And so Jesus comes onto the other side and addresses him. Doesn't address the man, but starts to speak to the spirit. What is your name? And the spirit starts to say, I am legion, for we are many. And Jesus addresses this whole situation. You saw it. And the man, in the end, tired, sits at the feet of Jesus. In your crisis, Christ is. Let me say that again. In your crises, Christ is. I said in your crisis, Christ is. Thou preparest a table for me 
in the presence of my enemies. The only way out of this is to eat your way out of this. <laughs> See, where are you going, Pastor? I'm saying to you today that your problems can get very bad if you get very distant from God. That's why if the enemy could keep Christ far away from this man, they could wreak havoc in his life. But the closer you are with Christ, the less power the enemy has over you. The further you are away from Christ, the more power the enemy has over you. And that's why in these messages, I'm trying to draw a church that gets closer to Christ. Not to a pastor, not to a ministry, but to get closer to God. I pray that you will get closer to God. Now here's the solution and I'm going to ask you to stand. With your communion in your hand. <coughs> Whilst you have your communion in your hand, it takes some time to peel it. So you can start to just peel it, but you can still listen to me. Listen, listen to me. Peel it, but listen to me. I'm still in a sacred space. If you miss this, you're going to miss the whole thing. When Jesus came, he was born in Bethlehem and the announcement was Emmanuel is born. Emmanuel means God with us. When he goes to the cross on Calvary and he accomplishes what he came for because he was Christ over us. On the cross, you see, he is Christ over us. But he says, Pentecost is coming and I will send you the Holy Spirit. In Pentecost, it will be Christ in us. Bethlehem, God with us. Calvary, God over us. Pentecost, God in us. Now there can be no other closeness than when God is in you. That's why he said, either two, I will not drink of this cup. Until we meet again. But he says I am leaving you. This is my body which is broken for you. As often as you eat of it. Now I spoke about when he came in the flesh. But he's giving you this. This is a spiritual connotation. When you eat of his flesh. You get in Christ in you. That means you are getting so close to Christ. That no weapon. Like this crazy man of Gadarenes, no weapon formed against you is going to prosper because of my closeness. Somebody shout proximity. Proximity. Proximity means I'm so close to this God that you can't touch me. And that's why Colossians 1.27 said, Christ in me. The hope. The hope. Christ in me. The hope. Of glory. So the further you are from Christ, the more controlled you are. But the closer you are to Christ, the more in control you are. God. The further you are away from God, the more controlled you are. 
because the devil can control you. But the closer you are with God, you are more in control. That man, the madman of Gadarenes, whew, the demons were living in him and making him crazy. Imagine if you had so much of God living in you. You'll make the devil go mad. That's why. Have you ever felt some communion services? I want to miss it today. You know what the devil's doing? He wants to make you. He's whooping up a storm. So that he can keep Jesus away from you. So that he can wreak havoc in your life. Don't miss having communion. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Somebody give God a shout of praise this morning. And so, in a crisis, Christ is.